all right, 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 yeah, ladies, yeah. Oh, there you go. Just a little bit of outcast for you this morning. Don't mind me. <laughs> hello, 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 welcome. Wasn't with you yesterday, was I? Hey, not personal trainer daily this week. Personal trainer every other daily. Anyway, uh, a great question in from Ross McCauley. Great question. What does he think? Of, you know, what's he? What does? Yeah. Get my words out today, Burge. Come on. I'm not going to edit this. I'm going to give you the real one. He wants to know what my thoughts are on what the fitness industry is going to look like after a vaccine has dropped or like after COVID has started to die down. Will the industry be the same place? How will it be? And I've got a really good Facebook live stream on this. So I'm just going to extract the audio and I'm going to serve that up to you. Are you ready? It's coming. I promise. In three, in two, in one. Here it is. It's going to be tough. It's going to be well tough because lots of people are going to lose their jobs. People that don't lose jobs, especially in service and hospitality sectors, like we're looking at very uncertain times for the businesses they work for, very uncertain times for the employees inside that. We're looking at reduced hours contracts. We're looking at reduced salaries. Uh, People that work in travel, tourism, all their supply chains are related to that. Then what we've got is Brexit coming up and We've got different trade negotiations and deals that a lot of companies are reliant on for accessing supplies and stocks. So we're in a real big crossroads at the moment in society terms. I think I keep thinking about like my girls. Every time I think about anything, it always always inevitably comes back to them anyway. It all inevitably comes back. And what my feeling is, is that in about 20 years, people will write about this la- the, the last like three years and the three years ahead as one of the key periods in time. Um, I, I hate to compare it to the war, but they'll write about it in historical terms like we at school wrote about the war or the Cold War or the Winter of Discontent or the Arab Spring, whatever it may be. There's going to be... They'll write about us. like we are, we are living history now in a way that we have not done so far. You know, um, in the 80s, like the minor strikes and things like this, that was a point in history. We are living the biggest point in history that I can remember. Other than the financial crisis of 2000 and, what was it, 2007, that was also a very bleak time, but I don't think it's anything compared to this. We were 10 years working our way out of that crisis. I think this is a 20, 30-year gig that we're going to be paying for this thing for. So then we come back to the question of, what will the industry look like? And sometimes you just got to go right back to the source. I don't think what we're going to find when the when the virus has died down or there's a vaccine, I don't think what's going to happen then is we're going to be looking at society having said, oh, yeah, you know that time, like the last eight months while we're waiting for a vaccine, COVID, well, I don't need to be fit anymore. I got fit and I can do it on my own. We're not going to have people all of a sudden incredibly empowered to do exercise or feeling empowered to do exercise. We're not going to have a society full of people who have filled of self-confidence, living uh, with energy, reduced stress, improved mood, better body composition, better cardiovascular health, better heart health, uh, decreased pain. Just all the benefits of exercise are not going to be realized, maybe ever by everyone. So that means there's always going to be a population of people who need someone to guide them, like narrow this gap, this distance between what it is they need to know and what it is they need to do. 
if everybody knew exactly what they needed to do and the pathway that was involved in achieving it, we probably wouldn't be needed as an industry. But what our job is, at its very core, is shortening the time and basically shortcutting on behalf of our clients what they need to know and just swap that out with, look, do this and learn on the job. We are there to create a shortcut between this gap of knowledge and doing. And I think that that gap won't be closed in the next year. There's too much for other people to think on. If anything, I'm worried that that our nation's health will go backwards. Gyms are closed. It's getting cold outside. So people going on their runs or doing outdoor stuff will reduce. Will people take up more home workouts over the winter? Maybe. But we know how distracted people get after Halloween, bonfire night, like Christmas coming up, warm, wintry foods, booze intake goes up. That's just normal. That's just human beings doing what human beings do. Added that, the added pressures, financial pressure of this Christmas, added to that the decreased um, social interaction in person, it's going to be a hard time. It's going to be a really hard time. So will people during this hard time, before there's a vaccine and while there's like circuit breaker this, tier three that, will they acquire the knowledge that they need to know in order to get the right exercise, the right reps, the right sets, the right volume, the right intensity, the right rest and uh, recovery protocols, the right nutrition, the right level of understanding. And even if they did know that, every no- like, why do you guys as coaches need coaches? Because sometimes the biggest and most valuable thing is having somebody else say, I understand you. I get you. I know what it is you want. And I'm here to help you realize that. I'm here to help you achieve that. Here's what I would love for you to do. And here's how we're going to track your progress. How would you like to track your progress? How are we going to monitor that? How are we going to evaluate that? That's not going to go away. So now I'm going to circle all the way back to the start of the question. All the way back, all the way back, all the way back. What do I think the fitness industry is going to be like? I think it's going to be thriving. I think it's going to be buzzing. I think it's going to be amazing. And I think we have a bigger role to play than ever before in our nation's help than ever before. Ever. So I think that what all of us need to do is just take a little step back and think, like, let's go. The core needs of people might change. They might change a little bit. What it is people need to know versus what are they doing? If people aren't doing because they don't know, that's your job. If people know but don't do, that is also your job. So what can you do to motivate your audience, your fitness industry, the people in your scope of influence? What can you do to help them do? Like right now, what can you do to make them feel understood right now? What can you do to allow them the accountability and tracking of measurables that take them to where they want to be right now? Because if you do that, I promise you, your fitness industry will be a very, very, very good one. No matter where you work, no matter how many people you work with in person, no matter what restrictions Boris puts on us, no matter where we're able to deliver our practice from, it'll all be okay. Because human beings need 
to feel valued, to feel understood, to have someone say, I've got you, I've got you, I promise you, I've got you. And here's what we're doing. Putting your arm around someone, socially distanced. I'm using this as a metaphor. <laughs> Put your arm around someone and saying, come on, I'm dragging you along with me. Yeah? And that's what I want you to do. 